Hey there. My name is Crystal Morgan, and I'm a certified life coach that specializes in helping women get their self-confidence back after they've had a setback in life. No meditation, special healing crystals, or reciting affirmations. Just a little psychology mixed in with a dose of brain work to help you learn how to not just feel confident now and then, but be confident. Here we go. Hey, hey. How's your day? Mine's been good so far. With the weather change, allergies have set in though, which for me just means extra naps. I prefer to take more naps throughout the day when my nose is stuffy. And hey, there's nothing better than a really good nap. So hopefully you're not dealing with allergies either. But if you are, maybe try my tactic and just take some extra naps like I do. All right. So what do I want to talk to you about today? I want to talk to you about confidently believing in yourself. The first thing I want to say about this is that I want you to realize that this is a skill that you'll want to learn and practice. You didn't miss a special class in school. Other people aren't smarter than you. It's nothing like that. I can promise you that everyone that you've met that seems to just so easily believe in themselves and um, it just seems effortless, it's probably because they've been practicing it for a good amount of time. That's why they're good at it. And even if you think that I'm lying about that and you're left out somehow, don't worry because I'm going to talk about it today and I'm going to tell you what you need to know to believe in yourself. All right, so listen up. And the reason I really want to talk about this is because believing in yourself is one of those things that people will use as a reason to not do things, as an excuse. I don't believe in myself, so I just, just I'm having a tough time doing things, right? Taking risks, being bold. But what happens when you have such a deep, in your bones belief in yourself as a person to be able to do things? What does that take? What does that look like? All right. Here's the one thing that you need to know to boldly believe in you. You need to have your own back. What does that mean? It means you need to know that no matter what happens, you won't punish yourself, beat yourself up, and tell yourself all the bad things about yourself that just don't work properly. Because the biggest reason you don't believe in yourself right now isn't because you aren't capable of doing things. It's because you're afraid of what's going to happen if you don't nail that interview or get that project perfect or whatever your goal is and what it will mean about you if you don't nail it. You're afraid that if you don't get married, it'll mean that there's something wrong with you. You're afraid that if you don't make $100,000, It'll mean that you're not successful. And if you're not successful, then you're not a valuable person. You're not worthy of being called a boss woman or whatever it is that you are hoping to really achieve. And because you're afraid, you tell yourself, oh, I can't do that. I just have just have a hard time believing in myself. So you apply half effort to something or you don't even do it at all. All so that in the end, you can say, well, it wasn't really that important to me anyway. No one really ever gives me a chance, so it wouldn't have mattered. Which means now you have plenty of evidence on why you can't do things. And then another opportunity comes along, and then you start that cycle all over again. Thinking that you can't believe in yourself. Feeling like you don't believe in you and what you stand for and what you can do for creating a much more potentially 
beautiful outcome for yourself. But you spend so much time thinking that believing in ourselves stems from doing things perfect, feeling great about things, always knowing what we're doing, or that we constantly have to fix something. That we never actually find an error And then we just end up thinking that that's the whole premise to the entire condition of believing in yourself. And my own personal experience and what I've seen with my clients too is that we just have a natural inclination to overcomplicate things, right? That's why we're looking for all these different reasons why we can't believe in ourselves. But what I want to offer to you is that all of those things are just distractions that keep you from actually believing in you the way that you want. If you're waiting until you get married to finally feel like there's something right with you or make a certain amount of money before you finally feel like a worthy person, then you'll make all your circumstances the epicenter of your belief. You'll tell yourself that you believe in you, but it's really that you believe in something else. You'll make your relationship status or the amount of money that you make the foundation of who you are. And you can do that if you'd like. But what happens if you never get married? Or if you do, but then you get divorced later on? Or if you make $100,000 one year, but then $75,000 the next? Or maybe you do above that one year and do $500,000 instead? You won't contribute that to something that you did, but you'll assume it was something else. Because your belief is in what hand got dealt to you, what life handed your way. Your meaning becomes the circumstances, and the events that are happening all around you instead of you just being you and realizing that you are creating all of the results that are happening in your life. Now, here's something that's interesting that I hope really paints a picture for you. When we were all babies, we had a natural confidence. We believed in ourselves without question. We never thought about if we could crawl or walk. We just kept trying until we got there. And if we failed, then we didn't make it mean anything. It was just, oops, I guess that didn't work. Then we get get older and we get in school and the teachers start to give us tests and quizzes. And then we start to put stakes on failure. Your hand gets figuratively slapped, you know, when you get something wrong. We're judged and evaluated, and in order to try and make something of ourselves in the world, we learn that we must do that to ourselves, essentially, before we turn in a test or answer a quiz or submit our dissertations, constantly looking for all the things that are wrong, constantly looking for the mistakes. All must be perfect before we are able to put ourselves out in front of other human beings, out in front of the world. We need to find every flaw, every red mark, before we can be fully accepted. So we start out as naturally confident, believing in ourselves, believing that we can do things, okay with taking chances, failing, and falling all over the place until it is quietly beaten out of us. And then we spend years learning that we can't solely believe in ourselves. It's not enough. We have to also judge and criticize ourselves too. Which brings me back to the one thing I said earlier you need in order to believe in yourself. And it's that you have to have your own back. To go back to that natural confidence, like when you were a babe, where you're not concerned with getting anything perfect, 
you're just concerned with getting it done. When you're not beating yourself up after every fall, telling yourself that there's something wrong with you and that you can't make a move or you can't move on or succeed until you fix something, but you're just allowing your humanity to be there and then, and then getting back up and trying again. And what allows you to get back up and try again safely? It's when you know there's a, not this warden that is you secretly behind the scenes, ready to crack the whip when it's all over. Because let's face it, that's what you're really running away from, right? That's what really holds you back. Your aversion to getting beat up at the end of the day. Your belief in yourself has nothing to do with you believing that you're perfect, to believing that you never make any mistakes, to believing that everything will be cookies, rainbows, and cupcakes, and whatever other desserts make you feel really good. (laughs) It's really solely about even knowing in the face of humanity that you are highly capable of telling yourself that being human is okay, making mistakes is okay, and the only belief that I need to have is in my own belief that I'm not going to criticize myself to death over anything that happens in the course of my lifetime. So here's what I want you to start doing. I want you to start being ridiculously kind to yourself after you fail, after a fall. When you're about to go out and try something new or try something for the 49th time, I want you to decide right now that you're going to be non-judgmental. This sounds like a very simple step, but it is really the key to learning how to believe in yourself. And it will take some practice because your initial instinct is going to want to be to go in the other direction and criticize yourself all the time. But we don't want to do that because when you do that, that's the thing that you're really trying to avoid at the end of the day. I know you think you need to be mean to yourself and criticize yourself because you think, if I don't get mean, if I don't criticize, then I won't find the problem. And if I don't find the problem, then I'll never find the fix. And if I don't find the fix, then I won't get what I want. But here's the thing. You're not getting what you want right now anyway. Do you see that? You don't have to leap from I don't believe in myself to I believe in myself in one big bound today. I'm not asking that of you. I think that one of the most common mistakes that people make is the assumption that you should be able to jump from one belief to another in a single bound in one day. The brain doesn't exactly work like that. It likes habit and it's going to tell you, nope, I think we've been thinking about something else. This sounds kind of strange. And it should be strange because it's going to be new for you. But for now, I just want you to consider the possibility that being non-critical of yourself and being intentional to loving and just being a person, like allowing that to be okay, having your own back, all of that will get you much further than you think it might. I just want you to consider it. I just want you to play around with it because I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to believe in yourself so much that you can go out, take huge leaps, not because you're hoping that that leap is gonna be the savior of it all, but knowing that even if you leap and you fall, that you're gonna look at yourself and say, man, look at the crazy thing I just did. Man, I hope I get a chance to feel that rush again. And you get up and you dust yourself off and you go back again. 
Because what would you do if you knew that unconditional love for yourself was waiting on the other side? Right? Okay. That's all for today, ladies. Until next week. Hey, girl. I just want to let you know about my free boundaries class happening November 22nd at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. If you're going into the holiday season thinking, I'm afraid to be around these other people, they're all going to get on my nerves, and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to end up being exhausted by the end, this might be the class for you. Setting boundaries can be challenging for many people because they're afraid to feel guilty, hurting other people's feelings, or maybe just being all left alone during the holidays. But I want to help you with that. So check the show notes. The link to register is within them. And I hope to see you then.